Welcome to this new episode of Digital Dialogues with Guru Rajrav and Vinayak Kadi. Before we begin with the podcast, here is a brief introduction of Guru and Vinayak. Guru Rajrav is a well-respected professional with more than two decades of experience in CXO roles in banking, financial services, and insurance companies in India. Vinayak Kadi has more than two decades of experience in leadership roles in consulting, insurance industry and also as a co-founder of a startup in EdTech space. He is the founder of TechAways Consulting. In Digital Dialogues podcast series, Guru Raj and Vinayak go beyond jargons and buzzwords in the digital world and bring to the fore the true meanings of these terms. They discuss models, methodologies, technologies, architectures, case studies and challenges and issues associated with digital initiatives, which can help you as decision maker. In this episode Gururaj and Vinayak continue to discuss the prospects and relevance of a wide range of digital technologies in 2023. Over to Gururaj and Vinayak. We have covered social media, mobile analytics. Now, come, let's come to your you know, favorite topic. I mean, you've uh, in our informal discussions, you've talked a lot about cloud and uh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, challenges of cloud. Obviously, um, uh, there in Indian context, there was uh, you know, it was slow to take off in terms of uh, uh, you know. Uh, let's say transitioning from on-premise uh, to cloud, uh, but now I think uh, there is a huge action and traction uh, that uh, you know cloud uh, space is receiving. Uh, so over to you. Yeah. Um, see, I have seen in the last few years quite a bit of. I mean, I've been personally involved in quite a bit of. Uh, cloud-related activities, right from strategizing to execution to uh, handling the challenges of it, and hence, uh, you know, I, I I think that you know it's 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 a, a good question to have. It's it's a pretty large question to have for corporates. Um, there's no doubt that it is inevitable. Cloud is inevitable. Okay, let me be just upfront about it. Uh, data centers having own data centers is uh, is the past simply because you will no longer have the uh, resources to run it okay you, you will not have the people to run that uh, you know nobody will be interested in uh, having their own data center and looking at the power and the cooling and uh, you know the the, uh, the cleaning and all that stuff the building management systems and all that to be done then you look at the uh, you know physical cabling at uh, the racks and so all those things are uh, the past okay similarly uh, when it comes to buying and running your own infrastructure uh, compute um, again i mean it has its own life cycle you manage it you uh, it, these are commoditized activities which you don't need to do okay i mean as an enterprise you don't need to do but yes the alternative is the cloud but it's expensive that is the see the Negative point about cloud is it is very expensive as compared to on-premise. I would say three to four times the cost. Okay, so organizations uh, would not want to move so easily 
and this i'm talking purely about infrastructure as a service cloud is much much more than that so we can uh, look at cloud in terms of infrastructure as a service platform as a service uh, software, software as a service yeah so software as a service is no brain and also Wherever also the fourth fourth element is fourth element is managing uh, you know cloud so we require some yeah. kind of software because you know most corporates uh, have uh, more than cloud more than one cloud uh, environments to manage correct so correct that's probably a foundational pillar on which infrastructure platform and you know software as service can operate absolutely so what's happening now is one uh that um, you know you need to have the expertise to run the cloud okay so you need to build a new expertise okay while of course we are uh, you know slowly scaling down on the expertise to uh, run your own data center own run your own infrastructure and all that stuff but at the same time you need to build the expertise to run the cloud um, you know you, you need to know what are you running on the cloud why are you running it or who's it being monitored how is it being updated etc etc um, you know so that's that's very very critical number one the second thing is the mindset with regard to the financials okay uh, in uh, when you had your own infrastructure when you bought your own uh, equipment you had a capex budget number one uh, then there was an amc on that and you would have uh, people working to maintain it etc but the capex also the way it was you would project a particular utilization you would project the capacity required for it then go into the market look at the options you know negotiate and then procure it and then deploy it that cycle itself would take some time and then you would believe that since you have spent the money you have to use it to the maximum that was the mindset you have to sweat the asset you know right from the time you got it commissioned in your data center till the time you actually throw it out right so you have to maximize the usage whereas now if you go to the cloud you have to actually minimize the usage of any particular component whether it is network whether it is memory whether it is processor whether it is you know pure storage whatever be the component you would want to minimize it in terms of the category in that's an interesting of the, point of view uh, Well, it's 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 a fact, uh, you know. Category, the quantity, the uh, you know, and even the time for which it is used. Okay, and you have to be careful about all the financial aspects. Is it a monthly billing? Is it a daily billing? You have to check each and every step. And there are some components which are measured on, say, you know, for example, quantity of data that is moving in and out. Okay, so you have to be very careful. What are you using it for, and how is it getting measured? Okay. the other part is people say oh you know cloud means uh, there is auto provisioning you can you can create a server at the click of a button yeah but will you leave that such a large financial decision in the hands of a uh, you know a, a system engineer who doesn't understand financials okay then you will bring in a finance analyst into the role okay to decide then automatically you are adding human intervention and you are adding uh, time delay in the process it is no longer automated that oh you know i mean uh, somebody needs a, a servers uh, or or a container let me just spin off if you bring in the financial analyst uh, into the picture then he has to study the implication he has to study for what period how much is the budget how much you know uh, can you afford it etc 
so that is one important thing okay the second part is uh, you know as i said you need to understand each and every component each and every uh, offering of the cloud provider for example okay there are different categories of processors okay they recommend something for production something you can use for development and test something for reporting etc so are you using the right category of processor are you using the right category of each and every comp other component so then you have to you know plan the architecture accordingly look at the redundancies look at uh, you know your availability that you are looking for the performance that you are looking for okay. all those are cloud engineering cloud architecture uh, you know uh, steps that you need to be uh, skilled at you need to have the resources to do that Uh, so that's another part yes the cloud has lot of platform offerings for example you can easily roll out a ci cd pipeline on the cloud okay you you can have a mobile development platform on the cloud you don't need to you know start from basic stuff you just need to uh, you know you just go to say google and you say you want to develop an app the basic app you can just spin off in a few minutes or you go to microsoft you can do that power apps possible i mean it's just a matter of few minutes to set up a basic app okay i mean with a few screens and a database at the back end and you can you can start running so these are amazing uh, platforms that are available and software as a service again i mean if you want an hrms you want a tax tool or a finance uh, gl system all those you can do for any industry on the cloud you don't need to run them yourself okay so these are great positives of the cloud but i mean you have to ensure that you do your financial engineering as well yeah so uh, while cloud has lot of benefits i think uh, cost cannot be a major driver so lot of times you know uh, cloud is also sold as uh, something that will allow corporates to uh, save uh, you know costs compared to their existing on premise costs so you are saying that you know that cannot be a primary driver and you will probably not uh, not achieve lot of cost savings but there will be other obviously quantitative and qualitative benefits that absolutely. you will have uh, you know because of cloud absolutely see it's it's a very simple shift okay uh, i can assure you i mean i don't think i have found anybody who says that uh, going to the cloud has saved money okay or reduced the cost uh, it cost Uh, at least i have not met anyone so far uh, but that's i mean if if somebody is going to the cloud just to save money then that's a wrong decision it will not happen but if you are going there to get more benefits of technology please i mean that's uh, you know speed to market uh, you know flexibility in working homogeneity in having solutions all those things uh, and even some amount of better risk management as i may say because uh, if you are on premise you are patching you are hardening you are uh, you know various um, physical security you know all those things will be a question mark you may not be able to adhere to all those whereas on the cloud it's very simple you know you can say that do an auto patching or you can say that you know um, at least alert me when patches are to be done Uh, hardening they will take care of themselves um, you know physical security you don't need to worry because you don't even know where the cloud is uh, they will just certify so all that is is done so uh, i would say that there are uh, other benefits but uh, certainly not financial 
okay um uh, so so when so i mean purely now uh, from uh, the perspective of adoption and evolution you know hmm. would you categorize it as uh, a growth uh, stage technology or or uh, you know you think that uh, it's it's tending towards uh, maturity well in terms of evolution of the technology uh, it's it's tending towards maturity but adoption there's still a long way to go because still, a lot of people, long, long way yeah because people have not adhered and are still not adhering to a particular uh, mechanism of adopting because a lot of applications need to be rearchitected if you want to leverage cloud infra adequately you you need to become cloud native see uh, just shifting from a virtual machine or a physical machine on premise to a virtual machine on the cloud uh, it's absolutely not value adding in fact it's uh, it's just expensive that's it nothing else you're not doing anything so uh, so those things need to be taken care of you need you okay. need to work with uh, you know modern applications and uh, then you can leverage the applications uh, the the cloud benefits completely okay so but i think uh, uh, you know the, you also briefly mentioned about it in cloud is just not uh, infrastructure as a service but it is also platform as a service and particularly software as a service okay uh, so um, again when you are looking at software as a service so uh, you know infra in infrastructure and platform uh, you know it's still a largely a technical uh, domain but when it comes to software as a service obviously uh, you know one has to keep the business uh, perspectives i mean the business both uh, the objectives and uh, you know priorities and people in mind when you are making those choices and when you are uh, you know uh, going ahead with software as a service and uh, while uh, again you know uh, there is uh, from a evolution perspective obviously lot of now solutions are offering themselves on cloud as a service okay but adoption is definitely uh, you know is is early stage in my opinion over there simply because you know people are not able to so there are two challenges okay and then uh, you know i i am sort of uh, engaged with uh, a very a very good uh, uh, insurance uh, i mean digital insurance platform okay which is uh, initially of course uh, you know we used to offer it as a uh, on prem Uh, solution, but now uh, even corporates are looking at you know I mean business users are uh, looking at uh, you know cloud uh, solutions, but at the same time you know uh, while uh, deployment wise it is possible, but uh, you know commercial uh, you know proposition creates a lot of challenge if it's a core yeah. application you know I mean. if it's a peripheral industry standard uh, application like you talked about you know hrms or to a certain extent uh, you know crm kind of solutions then you are just you mm. know uh, uh, you know deploy and start using or register and you know start uh, using the apps but when it comes to core applications you know and particularly 
which is managing uh, you know customer facing processes uh, wherein there is a lot of um, uh, company uh, intellectual property involved okay in mm-hmm. uh, you know in the design of this processes and then of course execution of those uh, processes you know in such a cases you know the solution requires lot of customization okay it's not that you take you know in the context of let's say um, you know a new business processing platform or application mm-hmm. or a claim system okay in insurance industry it rarely happens that you know you take the app, uh, take the uh, application and then just start using uh, you know it, it it doesn't happen that way and then there's a lot of customization so i've seen there are a lot of challenges you know around uh, the commercial proposition while you know you know that uh, you know you can um, deploy it uh, you know uh, i mean it's like deployed first of all it becomes a dedicated instance it's not like it yeah. is like a you know public kind of cloud and then you know you are just registering like salesforce.com <coughs> or a, a, a gmail or um, you know outlook kind of uh, mailing and collaboration uh, platform so uh, so how do you see really this puzzle getting addressed or it is going to remain you know <laughs> clumsy kind of a thing uh-huh. you know, particularly when it comes to cloud because then pricing becomes extremely you know difficult because corporates still have to pay a huge amount of uh, you know upfront uh, uh, fees and then of course there are uh, you know annual um, you know fees to be paid in which are linked to volume of transactions or some other metric correct correct so uh, see i see this evolving uh, you know more towards commoditization of those processes and requirements okay uh, i'll tell you why because i mean the the benefit of a differentiated process or a differentiated rule uh, you know can be taken out of that platform and you can do it separately uh, the platform is basically more to do with the workflow the uh, you know the the running of the data within the uh, within the processes and coming out uh, i i think those can still be standard and it will happen it's, it's only the initial phase where people are saying okay you do this for me do that for me etc uh, it's like going to a, a you know garment retailer and buying a particular size and then saying oh can you adjust the sleeves for me or you know the length for me or something like that but they will still it will still not be a completely tailor made kind of a uh, solution right so that's uh, that's what i see the situation to be the uh, the challenge i see is also that in a saas platform almost always you will have a per user kind of a model of uh, charging okay and in india the number of users always tends to be very large okay uh, just give me a second Whereas, yeah, Guru, uh, I'll take care of in the editing. I'll take care of in the editing. So you just start the point again, okay? Yeah. So that I'll just so, delete in. Uh, yeah. So so in uh, in 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 the case of uh, the SaaS solutions, I believe that you know there is a, a significant difference. Uh, almost all the SaaS solutions tend to be uh, charged on a per user model. Okay. Uh, you know the the softwares. 
okay no i'm not talking about the platforms uh, whereas uh, earlier we used to have solutions on uh, cores i mean applications being also licensed on the number of cores that which they are housed on if the server has say 16 cores 32 cores you buy a software license according to that and if you want to expand add four more cores or eight more whatever it is it used to be that way so now it's become an extremely important uh, factor because in india the number of users for anything is pretty large if you want to give it to your distributor it's large if you want to give it to the end customers it's much much larger if you want to give it to even employees uh, you know employees in companies even medium sized companies are in hundreds and thousands and those kind of numbers so even if you charge you know a small amount per month per employee or per user it becomes a large amount okay so there is still a resistance to move from this model uh, of on premise per core model to the uh, per user of the cloud uh, saas platforms that is one the second thing is also with regard to uh, you know how do you use the applications uh, with regard to dr facility okay with regard to availability and those kind of situations in many of the non critical you know non core things it's perfectly okay you know i mean for example if uh, your hr system doesn't work for 4 hours 8 hours it's it's okay or your uh, you know gl system you know, for a few hours it's not working you are not able to issue uh, you know a particular uh, payment or an invoice or whatever that's okay uh, you know for a few hours it's fine but if it's a core system if you want it running 24 by 7 then there are different implications so you know these are these are factors which come in when you make decisions and uh, hence i believe yes while it may take some time for organizations to decide uh, you know certainly the non core applications will happen in saas models people uh, i i don't think the it teams have the wherewithal to run and support uh, you know all these things today there are too many things on the plate uh, you know it, it's not possible for organizations to keep on uh, running things themselves how does it matter you know i mean any industry any uh, organization of any size hrms is hrms okay so why would they run their own hrms there's no value addition there same way with say learning management system or you want to you know uh, run a gl system a taxation a gst all those things are mandatory requirements every organization has to run it every organization has to do it but it's not necessary that you know it, it's not going to be very different for across industries or across size of companies or whatever you you can just do whatever your competitor does that's absolutely fine yes but there are obviously other uh, you know processes which are being automated okay by these systems which are which kind of give competitive advantage but you know i i i understand where you are coming from so in order so it's a, again you know we'll we'll discuss cloud at length uh, in an independent uh, uh, session okay uh, but uh, you know in the context of today's discussion when we are talking about um, you know cloud uh, you know cloud's relevance in the year uh, 2023 or in the financial year 2024 23 24 obviously a uh, cloud seems to uh, uh, be something that uh, you know cios will be spending 
lot of their uh, time Absolutely. organizations uh, and senior managements uh, will have uh, you know it will attract a lot of mind share uh, yeah. from them both uh, from infrastructure perspective as well as uh, software perspective so adoption is something which is probably in the, in the growth stage but uh, so we probably uh, you know scratching only the surface at this point in time and uh, then of course uh, but tech tech wise you feel that you know and there is a consensus between us that it's more or less somewhere between growth and maturity i mean uh, other than of course cloud management but there are also now good tools available so that you know uh, they give uh, uh, you know good capabilities for uh, you know infrastructure management teams within corporates uh, to look at their cloud deployments and then of course optimizing them uh, optimizing the usage and you know billing etc etc so and uh, controls so, and security so, yes, so today we we discussed uh, you, you know smack we we still haven't discussed blockchain so we'll keep it um, you know for next time so uh, Uh, thank you everyone for uh, you know being with us today and uh, of course we will continue our conversations uh, on these uh, technologies um, in our next few sessions